Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Matt St. Jack. Whether you're an avid anime fan, a wee tadpole still finding your way, or anywhere in between, I'll be providing my opinions and insights on anime old and new. Think Yelp with help from friends and producers from other shows weighing in. I know you can't wait to hear, and I can't wait to tell, so let's get to it. This is Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? It's your boy, Matt St. Jack, back at it again with the white bands, except no white bands, as always. Uh, back at it with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Uh, no guests today, um, but so you'll just be able to hear my lovely voice, I guess. Um, but today we'll be talking through an episode that I'm calling Stand With Me um, or JoJo Pose by... Um, if you if you've seen like the memes and stuff like that, I've I've seen them all over the place about the JoJo pose. I guess it was a a video or something like that that somebody started like a TikTok challenge or something. Which I thought it was kind of cool. And then stand with me. Obviously, there's a couple of songs that you can kind of reference there. I'm going to spare you you guys and your eardrums me singing either one of those songs. But um, it's my favorite. Uh, five of my favorite stands that I saw in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, but before I get into that, as always, thank you each and every one of you for listening and sharing the show without you guys this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding if you are not already following me on social media you can find me on twitter and instagram at anime talk 12 that's anime talk 1 2 the number 12 there you'll find any updates and news in regards to giveaways and upcoming episodes so guys um last episode was really cool um i had evan on from hbcu anime it was a really dope episode if you didn't get a chance to check it out please give it a chance um or go back and listen to it it was a really dope episode because it was my one year anniversary for the show for those of you who have been following the show religiously you know it's usually just me um putting out all this great content that you guys keep coming back for thank you again for that but um yeah it was a really cool episode to just kind of put something out there to Thank you all. Thank all of you all for, you know, the year and the the many, many more or, you know, the many, many more episodes and content that I'm looking to put together for you guys. So make sure that you go listen to that episode. Um, Special shout out to everyone again that continues to listen to the show and shares um, my episodes. So thank you so much. Um, Outside of that, nothing crazy really going on. We're more than halfway through the season so just give you guys a heads up as you do know every season i take like a two three week hiatus where i don't come up with out out with anything i'm trying to sit down trying to pre-record some episodes and get my topic list back uh back under under control and make sure i have some great content for you guys coming up in the next season so that's you that's going to hit at episode 20 so i'll give a couple of shout outs and a couple of heads up up until then in the meantime um let me know when you guys follow and if you like or dislike an episode i love interacting with you the fans as always there may be spoilers ahead so you have been warned shout out to my boy alejandro um for always reminding me to give spoiler alerts so like i said this episode is going to be my five my five favorite stands in jojo um so basically just kind of if you're not familiar with the universe one i suggest that you go back and you watch the show i've talked about this show before on a couple of episodes um it's really really amazing it was one of those shows that i didn't necessarily think that i would get into but then when i started kind of watching it and 
and not to say that I didn't think that the show was going to be good, right? I judged the book by its cover. So when I first started watching this, um, this show, like you see, like a lot of people, they're like these big chiseled men kind of walking around. But I guess I really couldn't say that because I mean, I got into Dragon Ball Z and that's all the Dragon Ball Z was, was just big muscular guys walking around. But in this one, it was like really weird because they had like, they all stroke struck like these random poses, which I'm assuming is where the TikTok challenge or whatever came from, whatever saying, you know, Jojo pose you know I, i'm assuming that that's what it was was like you know you put on an outfit strike a pose because they always have like outlandish outfits but they always strike these like really interesting poses um so i'm assuming that's where the challenge kind of came from but um but yeah so i really didn't know if i was really going to enjoy this show so when i first started watching it though um I don't know. Like, I really fell in love with it. I thought that the character designs were really cool. I thought that the abilities were really amazing, the way that they did it. Um, I also thought that, I don't know, it was just interesting to see some of the character development. You would think with certain shows, they don't have character development like that. But this show actually had a lot of character development. And there are a lot of different adaptations that kind of came from this one. Um, There's so many different, like, JoJo's jojo's that universes the original jojo's bizarre adventure came out um october 6 2012 um and it had 26 episodes and ended up ending april 6 2013 uh, but i think that at this point i think i know five was golden wind and i think that there's one more um six episodes or season six is about to come out so um, it's really really cool like i've enjoyed it so far i think that someone i think i saw somewhere or i think i have it actually liked on my on a uh, netflix that there's like a sixth one or something like that that came out so I don't know. I need to go back into it and watch that. But um, so I'm just going to kind of break down a little bit in typical fashion. When I do episodes like this, you guys know that I like to break down, obviously, what a stand is, um, you know, in different parts of the of the actual show. So before I get into that, shout out to the fandom pages and my anime list, as always. I don't have any affiliation with either one of those sites, but if you, anyone's listening and you know how I can get in touch with them, please let your boy know because I use my anime list um, and fandom for pretty much everything. So first and foremost, um, what is a stand? So a stand is basically a, visu- a visual manifestation of life energy. Um, it's pretty much the manifestation of the soul of the user. So um, stand users are... And stand users are, and a stand is, um, an entity physically generated by its owner, referred to um, as a stand user. So a stand is essentially a physical um, a physical manifestation, I guess you could say, of the soul of the user. The user is, this, is referred to as a stand user. It generally presents itself as a figure hovering over or near the user and possesses abilities beyond that of an ordinary human, which, depending on the stand user, can be wielded wielded for good or evil the stand is created from someone's psyche um, which includes not only humans but also other living creatures that individual is referred to as a stand user the user then gives their stand a name and uses it for various purposes Um, unless bound to a specific object or something similar stands are attached to the user's body in that case any damage that the stand sustains results in an equivalent injury on the user's body and vice versa except for rare instances and rare uh, occasions or um, occasions 
when a stand user dies, their stand disappears with them. If a stand suffers so much damage that they are destroyed, the user dies as well. Um, since a stand is the form of its user psyche, they share an intimate psychic bond. First and foremost, stands usually obey their user's command without question. If a stand demands it or if a user demands it, the stand will perform any task within its capabilities, which includes attacking someone, defending the user, or any uh miscellaneous order. So Essentially, um, a stand user is the person who uses the stand. A stand, obviously, like I said before, is the physical manifestation of the soul of the user. The, the stand pretty much follows and does whatever the user wants it to do, um, including sacrificing itself or anything like that. But keep in mind that obviously because it's part of your body or it's because it's part of your psyche and you have that psychic bond, any damage that the stand takes, um, obviously you feel. I know that in one of the... Uh, and one of the episodes, well, a couple, a lot of the episodes, you end up seeing some people who get into fights and maybe the stand ends up getting punched in the stomach or punched in, you know, the chest or arm cut off or something like that. And it kind of happens or the user feels that pain. So um, it obviously demonstrates how closely linked that you all are. Um, so. What do stands kind of look like? You know, stands present them forms in a variety of forms. Some adopt a humanoid form, others um, the appearance of an object or a tool. These stands all share an inability to be viewed by ordinary humans unless bound to psych, uh, physical, I'm sorry, objects. In addition, some stands can simply be devoid of appearance, simply manifesting themselves as a special power. Stand users and or stands may emit stand aura, which varies in color depending on the user. So think of this as kind of like if you've watched Dragon Ball Z or if you've watched any of any shows that have like an ability um, like black clover or something like that there's always that aura about them some people may be black some people may be red some you know white blue whatever so it just it the color really depends on the user stands can be divided into five uh trends depend based on their appearance most of the stands have features from two or more categories so when you're thinking about this um there are a lot of different ones so you have like natural humanoid these look like you know, basically like humans, um, maybe they have, you know, they have like arms, legs, appendages, things like that. They they look, they have like that human muscular system as far as like having working eyes and mouths and things like that. Um, artificial humanoids, they look like, they look like regular humans, uh, but maybe they have like mechanical joints. They look more like robots, cyborgs, androids, or anything like that. Um, natural non-humanoid, um, you're looking at ones that look like plants or they're kind of unorthodox concepts such as fog or things like that um, they're usually described as monster-like um, you have artificial non-human um, they're comparable to instruments or mechanical objects are placed in this category so you're looking at like vehicles weapons tools machines um, and then phenomenon and those are usually um, stands that typically either don't have clear appearances or are integrated into the user's appearance so maybe they don't necessarily look like they're kind of 
themselves like maybe they don't have like a clear appearance or they're kind of like shadows or kind of like tucked away um like you don't get to see them very much um and then or you know they're ones that kind of are integrated into the user's appearance so maybe they're like part of the user so you don't necessarily see a lot of them but um you do get to see like they're they're part of their user so that's that's pretty much like um you know, what do stands look like? They're all unique depending, again, because they're part of the user's psyche. The stands usually take on their own appearance. Um, so do they have behaviors? So most stands display no personality, but sometimes because they don't, they do not have a form with uh, which to emote but the majority of humanoid stands simply hover behind and above the, the user awaiting a command some stands display a bit of personality through facial expressions but it is ambiguous whether the emotions come from the stand or simply reflect the user's uh, state of mind so the only reason why I kind of included that last question before we take a quick break, uh, the only reason why I really included that is because you would think that because this is part of your psyche that maybe the physical manifestation that kind of hovers around you would have some kind of emotions or be able to, you know, kind of have some kind of behavior or, you know, personality, but they don't like on this show. Um, well, not all of them do. Some of them do. Some of them don't. Um, but there are certain ones that do, certain ones that don't. But you would think that it was a thing, so that's why I wanted to include this. But no, no, most of them don't have personalities. They're pretty much dry. So, um, but yeah. So anyway, so like I said, guys, you know how I always do these episodes. So I wanted to just kind of start us off with, you know, what is a stand? What does a stand look like? Um, and do they have behaviors? Just kind of some, and what is a, a stand user? I kind of want to run us through some of those because I want to give some of the context around this show um, and around what an actual stand was. And, uh, you know, I think that it's huge for you to kind of understand exactly what this, you know, what this show is more so about um, and kind of give you an explanation as to what a stand is. So I'm going to take a quick commercial break. As always, guys, I'll be right back. We'll kind of get into my list of my five and I'll give you more of a detailed breakdown on what JoJo's is really about. Be right back. All right, guys, thanks for sticking around. So the original, I don't know, like it's a lot that really goes into this show, but the original part of this all started with um, with like the original JoJo, like George Joestar, um, his son, Jonathan Joestar, basically came in, well, that was the original JoJo. Um, and essentially... What happened was, like, they ended up, JoJo's dad ends up taking in this kid named Dio. Um, and Dio comes into the house, basically is like, yo, like, I deserve this kind of life. Because JoJo was kind of, JoJo had a, he, was, he had a silver spoon. Um, and so Dio ends up, like, moving into his home. Um, you know, to kind of be with jo Jojo and kind of grow with him because his dad ended up saying, well, his dad, Dio's dad was going to try to rob Jojo's dad because they, uh, they're, 
I think their carriage or something like that crashed in a ditch. And so he thought that everybody was dead. So the dad was about to go rob him, but he was like, oh, you came down here to check on us and save us. And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, that's what I did. But he gave him like his number and his information was like, hey, but if you ever need anything from me, like because you were about you, you did such a kind thing, please let me know. And so as as Dio's dad was dying, he was like, hey, go live with the Joe stars. You know, they're, they're kind of, you know, you can take them and take their, you know, pretty much like rob them and do all this other stuff, like make a life for yourself. So when Dio moves into the house, he literally tries to like replace Jojo from like top to bottom. Like he like tries to like kill him. Like they try to fight. Like he's trying to take over the house. He tries to kill his dad. It's just so much that kind of goes on here. But, um, that's essentially what this show start. How this show started. Now it's cool. The and I've ta- I've talked about this before, and why I say that this this show is really dope is because that's how it started. But literally every single season has something to do with the lineage of the John or the Joe Star family. So it's like Joe. It's like the new JoJo versus Dio, or the new dio versus jojo like it's it's just all way like all the way down through the bloodlines so everything like so if you watch the first one you'll understand like okay cool well which jojo are you which dio are you like you know what i'm saying you can kind of see how that goes how they have kids and then now that kid has to grow up and end up fighting dio or trying to fight you know uh, a, a enemy that they fought before his grandfather or father fought before so Anyway, I'm I'm just saying all that to go ahead and preface, obviously, as I get ready to start kind of going through my top five stands, I just want to kind of give more of a detailed breakdown of the show because I realized I didn't do I didn't do that really before uh, we went to commercial break. So I just want to kind of give you guys a rundown on the show. Obviously, I want you to go back and watch. It. That's why I, didn't, I try not to go into too much detail. But um, but yeah, so definitely go watch it. Um I watched it on Crunchyroll. I believe some of it is on Netflix as well, Hulu, stuff like that. So just make sure that you check out the show because I think that you guys will really enjoy it. But anyway, okay, cool. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into my five favorites. So number five, again, this is no particular order, um, even though this one is a little bit, this one was lower on my list for a specific reason. But number five, uh, the user was Jean-Pierre Polinoff. Um, his stand is Silver Chariot. Um, the description: Silver Chariot appears as a thin robotic humanoid clad in armor, uh, or silver medieval armor, armed with a basket-hilted foil. Um, although Silver Chariot is thin, it wields heavy-plated armor spikes, and it has like shoulder shoulder pads and elbow pads. Um, it also has a it has like a uh, like a little sword um it's like a little rapier or something like that but it's a nice little sword that it ends up using um that it has um the ability that this stand has is silver chariot is a powerful battle dedicated close range stand that primarily fights with the rapier it is equipped with all its powers directly assist the stand in battle but have limited use anywhere else it is an incredibly agile stand able to uh, able to attack enemies with barrages of sword slashes and thrusts before the opponent can react um it's super strong it's super fast um it's not I don't know. It's it's it can't really go too far away from the uh, the user. It's like I said, it's close combat. 
the thing that I liked about this, Sam, is it's one of the OGs. Like if you watch the show, you start to see that like some of these some of these stands and some of the people that you've seen from the very beginning, you get to see them a little bit later on as the new seasons come out. And I had to give Silver Chariot um its call out because it was a really cool um stand when it first showed up. And it was just awesome to see how I don't know, like I said, how it just kind of transcended through time and I always thought that the design was really cool. Like it, it looked like a little knight. It had the little the little rapier. It was you know had the little. It was like it always fences. Like when it fights, I just thought it was perfect. So I had to make the list on this one. Um, number four is Purple Haze. Is the name of the stand. It's from. It's a it's an Italian name because I'm pretty sure that the last no I'm not pretty sure I'm about a thousand percent sure that Golden Wind um, was based in Italy so I can't necessarily pronounce the name Pinacata Fuego I believe is the name but uh, the description is it's a humanoid stand of uh, height and build similar to Fuego which is its uh, user. The stand user, its face and body are patterned by horizontal um, shades. The armor is on its shoulders, elbows, and knees. It has spikes along its back. Um, it has like a cape, and it's uh, it's purple, like essentially, um, like purple and white is the design. So the ability... So because of its deadly ability and its potent or potential for um, in, indiscriminate uh, destruction purple haze is rarely used by fuego uh, but essentially this is a sh a powerful close range stand so purple haze is very unstable like i know we talked about before we went to commercial break about how some stands don't have personalities like purple haze definitely has a personality and that was one of the reasons why i made this list and why i was a little bit higher on this list is because dude purple haze like is a beast like he has a virus that is inside of these three bulbs that he has on both of his hands um but he looks like he's every time you see him he's like foaming at the mouth like dude is just out of control um but when one of these bulbs breaks on his hand um, by either punching something or, you know, if, even if it was accidental, uh, it has a virus inside of these bulbs that is released and surrounds the stand as a cloud of purple gas. Uh, once that happens, any living thing that enters the range of the virus is immediately infected. The virus rapidly, rapidly multiplies within the victim's body, overrides their metabolic functions and makes them rot from the inside out. So even if he doesn't like break one of these bulbs, he can shoot them out of his hand like a pressurized gun. So essentially he is just a walking like biohazard threat. Like that he just had to be on this list for that alone. His character design was really dope. Um and uh yeah, so he had to be on this list because I thought that he was absolutely amazing. Um obviously it's a bad stand, so I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to sit here and be like, "Oh yeah, the stand is pretty cool." Like, no, his design is really cool. He's super strong, but obviously he's a bad guy. You definitely don't want to cross this guy. So yeah, so that's a purple haze. Plus, I mean the name, right? Purple haze. Come on now, Jimi Hendrix. Um, but anyway, 
So number three on my list, um, the user the user is Guido Mista. Um, so the stand is called Sex Pistols. Um, Sex Pistols is composed of six tiny bullet-like entities referred to as Mista preferred to by Mr. as people living inside a revolver numbered from one to seven, skipping the number four because he's, uh, he's su- like Mr. is, uh, superstitious. All of them have tear shaped heads, white eyes with black outlines and small stripes going outward from the center and extremely small pupils, some of which appear cross-eyed. So I know that we, you know, again, what we were talking about um, before with, you know, some of these personalities and things. Uh, interesting fact about this specific stand is that all six have different abilities, which I'll get into a little bit later. I thought that was an interesting fact. So the ability that they have here is that um, six pistols by themselves are weak, but what ends up happening um, is they essentially live in a gun and what happens is mister can actually shoot this this gun or whatever shoot all of these bullets and control exactly where they're going to go so he can use these bullets to spy on his enemies he can shoot bullets to ricochet off of each other and like hit the target um and he can also use them even when he's near unconsciousness or even near death um and he they can still the bullets can still help out uh mrs allies so i thought that that was really cool um, just because, like, he, you can shoot all six of them. They can kind of kick bullets off of each other, and they can kind of, um, like I said, form an form an attack. So if you're shoot, if you shoot one up in the air high, you can shoot a second one at that same spot. It kicks the first one down. Like you know, what I'm saying to hit the target, they kind of work together. So I thought that was really cool. Um, now, as far as the personalities that I, I did want to kind of take some time because there was a reason why this this one was um, high on my list is because I thought that it was really cool how they all have personalities. So number one is like the leader, um, and it has a number one obviously on his head, but number one is the leader. So it's pretty much like the 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 badass the the one that everybody listens to. Number 2 is more of a rogue. It doesn't really work well along with anybody else, but um but it will it will work with number 1 a lot. Number 3 is vicious and constantly is always like squinting. He always bullies number 5 because of the fact that they skipped number four and he calls number five a crybaby. Number six is the most fearsome looking one. He looks kind of upset, but he's not always upset. Um, He's always, he's never really hostile hostile towards anybody else. He's kind of like non, he's like, he's like, he's not a bully. He just looks like he's upset. And then number seven is similar to number one um, as far as the way that it looks, but it always yells when he's really excited, when something goes right. So he's kind of like the cheerleader of the group. So I just thought that that was kind of an interesting piece that I wanted to kind of add on to it because I thought it was really cool that this one has a personality and not only does it have a personality, it has six separate personalities that are all unique. So I thought that was really interesting here. So moving right along to number two um, from Diavolo, um, 
and the stand is King Crimson. Uh, the description for this one, King, Crim King Crimson is a humanoid stand of a height and build similar to Diavolo, who is his user, but tends to look much bigger and taller. Its body is covered by a raised di diagonal grid, um, except for a face, the neck, shoulder guards, elbows, hands, abdomen, like all that good stuff is all like diagonal um, from its face down. So the ability King Crimson is one of the most the more impressive stands featured in the series, uh, both physically strong and possessing the ability to erase time and predict the future. King Crimson is described as invincible against all other stands whose powers do not affect time. So essentially, the main thing to kind of take away from this one, there's a lot of different abilities. It's really strong. It's very similar to Star Platinum, I believe is what it was called um, back in the day, like one of the OG stands that we saw with uh Jotaro but um super strong hand-to-hand -hand combat the, the big thing about this one is is that it can rewind time like 10 seconds in the in the past so um it can kind of prevent things from happening it can control and manipulate time so I thought that was really dope and it had to obviously be added on a list for that specific reason um so yeah um, and it's obviously in Golden Wind, it's one of the big ones that like the, the big bad guys, the big um, antagonists that you end up running into. So it only makes sense that you had to include it because, I mean, it's clearly a badass, right? So and then number one in this one is obviously the antagonist of that same series. So the user is uh, Giovanna uh, Giorgina, no, Giorgio, no. I messed it up, but I know Giovanna is the last name, but the stand is Gold Experience. Um, so the description Gold Experience is a humanoid stand of slender build and average height. Um, it's just like he looks just like his user. The top of his head is similar to that of a typical hammer of a soldier with a ladybug like design with curved markings similar uh similar to the letter J coming down from the eyes and both sides, obviously. Um there are stylized wings on the shoulders and have large ladybugs all over its body, which seem to be parallel to the ladybug emblem present on Giovanna's uh, uh, design. So the actual user. So this one is one of those ones that kind of mirrors a lot of its uh, its users appearance, because one thing that you always see that he has uh, that Giovanna uh, has is he has like these. And that's his last name, by the way. But he has like these like ladybugs on his uh, on his outfit, so the, his gold experience kind of resembles him a lot. Um, the ability gold experience can generate a similarly endless amount of life energy and endow that life energy into anything it its fists touch. The ability translates into a variety of different effects by infusing life energy in an inorganic object. Gold experience can transform said object into a living organism of Giorgiano's choosing, be it uh, an animal or a plant. For instance, it can transform a piece of luggage into a frog or a lighter into a rose. So this one made my number one on, for a, a lot of different reasons. Obviously, again, this is in no particular order. But the reason why I want to talk about this one last is because if you follow the show and you follow from the very beginning with JoJo's, you know that majority of the time the main character ends up having a uh, a 
stand, I guess you could say, that's just super strong, super powerful. It can decimate walls. Obviously, if you're thinking about the old school JoJo, which if you have, if you've haven't seen or you haven't heard that's usually where that comes from you know so like it usually that's usually one of the joe stars um that come along whereas in this show i'm not going to spoil who this character is but in this show um things are a little bit different and so i thought it was really cool that they didn't just give it this overpower they didn't just give the main character this overpowered ability that was just like super strong super physical just like everybody else it gave it a an ability that allows you to essentially like heal by using life force or by changing and infusing things with life force and manipulating them um, to transform into whatever you want. So I thought that was a really interesting twist that they did on this one. That's why, like I said, this one kind of came in at number one in no particular order, but came in at number one. So that's it, guys. That was that was it. I'm glad that I was able to, like I said, just kind of talk about talk through jojo's i love talking about jojo's if you have a favorite stand that you like um or you don't like my list or you have a similar list or you have a list that's different from mine let me know what you guys think send me your list um let me know what you liked if if you liked it if you didn't like it if you don't like somebody on my list let me know so uh like i said i just wanted to kind of go through um, an episode stand with me ak or also uh jojo pose um just want to kind of go through what a stand is, what stand users are, what stands look like, um, and if they have personality slash behaviors. Also giving you kind of a rundown on five stands that I really enjoy. Um, and yeah, that was pretty much it, guys. Um, thank you for sticking around and supporting the show as always. Again, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk 12. That's Anime Talk 1 2, the number 12. Um, yeah guys i appreciate you like i said sticking around and kind of listening if you haven't already checked out a lot of the other episodes if this is your first time listening welcome if this is your was this 54th time 55th time however many episodes we got out now if this is that time then hey make sure that you go back in and share um, episode one with your friends let's get them hooked too so this has been matt st jack with anime talk i hope you guys have a great week peace